Hi, I'm Felicia, and you're listening to episode 117 of Five Song Set. On the 11th of November in 1918, an armistice was signed between the Allies and Germany, also known as the Armistice of Compiègne, from the place where it was signed. It came into a force at 11 a.m. Paris time on the 11th of November 1918, the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month and marked a victory for the Allies and a defeat for Germany, although not formally a surrender. I'm quoting that from Wikipedia in case anybody cares. Every year, November 11th is commemorated as Armistice Day, and this year it was the 100th anniversary. This episode isn't actually coming out on Armistice Day, but it's close enough. So I have in this episode five songs for you that were recorded during World War I and are about the war. We're going to start off with Over There, sung by Enrico Caruso, recorded in 1918. Caruso was an Italian operatic tenor. In this recording, which is both in English and French, people commented on archive.org that the French pronunciation is much better than the English. On Wikipedia, it says, The United States had entered World War I in 1917, sending troops to Europe. Caruso did extensive charity work during the conflict, raising money for war-related patriotic causes by giving concerts and participating enthusiastically in Liberty Bond drives. Before I leave Caruso, I have to tell you this awesome story. In the early 1900s in New York, there was a criminal group called the Black Hand. They seemed to have targeted a lot of Italian immigrants to extort money through kidnapping, arson, and murder. Caruso was very famous, and he got their attention. They threatened to injure his throat with lie or harm him and his family if, they did, if he didn't pay them money. Not surprisingly, after he paid them once, they just wanted more. However, he was friends with a New York City police detective, Joseph Petrosino, who was a master of disguise, and Petrosino, impersonating Caruso, was able to capture the extortionists. In case you want more details, I'll put some links in the show notes. Now, as for the song, Wikipedia says... Over There is a 1917 song written by George M. Cohen that was popular with the United States military and public during both world wars. It was a patriotic song designed to galvanize American young men to enlist in the army and fight the Hun. The song is best remembered for a line in its chorus, The Yanks Are Coming. According to Michael Duffy of FirstWorldWar.com, Cohen later recalled that the words and music to the song came to him while traveling by train from New Rochelle to New York shortly after the U.S. had, had declared war against Germany in April 1917. The lyrics are on Wikipedia in case you can't understand what Caruso is saying. They aren't subtle, but many of them are familiar. This is Over There, sung by Enrico Caruso. Oh, <laughs> 
was Keep the Home Fires Burning, sung by John McCormick, recorded in 1917. McCormick, according to Wikipedia, was an Irish tenor celebrated for his performances of operatic and popular song repertoires, and renowned for his diction and breath control. In 1928, he received the title of Papal Count from, the Pope, from Pope Pius XI in recognition of his work for Catholic charities. As for the song, also according to Wikipedia, Keep the Home Fires Burning Till the Boys Come Home is a British patriotic First World War song composed in 1914 by Ivor Novello with words by Lena Gilbert Ford. There's a misconception that Ivor Novello's mother wrote the lyrics to the song, but Lena Ford, an American, was a friend and collaborator of Novello, not a blood relation. One interesting tidbit from the song is that the lyrics say, Overseas there came a pleading, help a nation in distress, and we gave our glorious laddies, honor made us do no less. For no gallant son of freedom to a tyrant's yoke should bend, and a noble heart must answer to the sacred call of friend. Apparently, the help a nation in distress was about the rape of Belgium. Before World War I, Belgium's neutrality was guaranteed in a treaty. However, the German military had a plan to outfl outflank the French army, but to do that, they needed to go through Belgium. So even though they had signed a treaty guaranteeing that Belgium was neutral, they decided they didn't really care and just barged right in. They did a lot of terrible things to a lot of Belgians. Now, if you know about the beginnings of the First World War or have played the card game Chrononauts, then you know about the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand in Sarajevo by assassins, supplied with arms by the secret Serbian military society called the Black Hand, which is unrelated to the Italian terrorist group of the same name that threatened Caruso. This assassination ultimately set off the Balkan powder keg, which led to the war. However, Wikipedia quotes a historian as saying, British propagandists were eager to move as quickly as possible from an explanation of the war that focused on the murder of an Austrian archduke and his wife by Serbian nationalists to the morally unambiguous question of the invasion of neutral Belgium. The same historian says, the invasion of Belgium, with its very real suffering, was nevertheless represented in a highly stylized way that dealt on perverse sexual acts, lurid mutilations, and graphic accounts of child abuse of often dubious veracity. I, person I personally wondered how the assassination of Archduke Fer Franz Ferdinand sparked the war, so this information helped me understand it better. There's a lot of information on the beginning of World War I, the Balkan powder keg, and more on the internet. So I put a bunch of information in the show notes in case you also want to find out more information. Up next, we have Goodbye Broadway, Hello France, performed by the American Quartet. This version was recorded in 1917 and, according to Wikipedia, reached number one on the top 100 songs of 1917. The song was composed by Billy Basquette. There isn't much information about him on Wikipedia, but I do like that his career in music began as a bassist in a circus band. As for the American Quartet, you may remember their names and the name of their tenor, Billy Murray, from episode 134 of the podcast. The group had a ton of lineup changes over the years, but according to Wikipedia, the best-known lineup of the quartet was formed in 1909, when Victor Records needed a vehicle for their new singing star, Billy Murray. 
Nicknamed the Denver Nightingale, Murray had a strong tenor voice with excellent enunciation and a conversational delivery compared with bel canto singers of the era. On comedic songs, he often deliberately sang slightly flat, which he felt helped the comic effect. Although he often performed romantic numbers and ballads, which sold well, his comedy and novelty recordings continue to be popular with later generations of record collectors. Here is Goodbye Broadway, Hello France, performed by the American Quartet. Goodbye, Miss Liberty. Your light of freedom will guide us across the sea. Every soldier's feet was bleeding goodbye. Every soldier's love was drying her eyes. Cheer up, we'll soon be there. Singing the Yankee Wild enough and carry on. 
sung by Amparito Farrar. According to the Wikipedia page about the song, La Madelon, or Comme Madelon, also known in English as Madelon, I'll be true to the whole regiment, is a French popular song of World War I. Although it is mostly known as La Madelon, the proper title is Comme Madelon, which are the beginning words of the refrain. The lyrics are by Louis Bousquet, 1914, and the music by Camille Robert. The song tells a story about soldiers flirting with a lovely young waitress in a country tavern, and may partly owe its long-term popularity to the fact that the lyrics were clean at a time when soldiers' songs were mostly bawdy and rude. It was one of the most popular in songs in France during World War I, and became a patriotic song as the, world, as the war wore on. It remains a patriotic, well-known song in France to this day. While the version we just heard is in English, you can find both the French and English lyrics on the Wikipedia page, which I'll put in the show notes. As for Amparito Farrar, Wikipedia reports that she was a soprano concert singer. During World War I, Farrar performed in France for five months at hospitals and canteens under the auspices of the YMCA's Overseas Theatre League. Her mother went along as her accompanist on piano. I have sung in motor camps, huts, bakeries, hospitals, even at the bedside of the boys, one at a time, she wrote, describing her efforts. 
She also encouraged fans to send recordings, sheet music, and musical instruments to veterans' hospitals and military camps. Upon her return, she gave concerts in various North American cities. Now before we go, Five Song Set is recorded under a Creative Commons, Attribution Non-Commercial, No Derivatives License, so you can share it but not sell it or change it. The show notes, which you can find on the Five Song Set website, contain links to all the bands and songs in this podcast, as well as lots of additional information. I'd like to thank Alexander Petersky for the theme music. If you would like to let me know what you think about the podcast, drop me an email at fivesongset at gmail.com or comment on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast by following the instructions on the website or by going to the iTunes store. We're going to finish up with something a little different. The last four songs we've heard were supporting the war. However, that doesn't mean that everyone wanted to get involved. This last song is I Didn't Raise My Boy to Be a Soldier, sung by Morton Harvey. The song, one of the first anti-war songs, was initially quite popular, selling 650,000 copies in 1915. The lyrics lay out the point pretty clearly, as the chorus says, I didn't raise my boy to be a soldier, I brought him up to be my pride and joy. Who dares to place a musket on his shoulder just to shoot some other mother's darling boy? Let nations arbitrate their future troubles. It's time to lay the sword and gun away. There's, there'd be no war today if all mothers would say, I didn't raise my boy to be a soldier. According to Wikipedia, I didn't raise my boy to be a soldier helped solidify the anti-war movement enough to make it politically relevant on the national stage. The song was in the top 20 charts from January to July 1915 and reached number one in March and April. The song's success and its resulting political strength brought supporters to the pacifist movement, whose main priority was other issues. Unreconstructed Southerners appealed to popular distaste for the war in Europe in order to argue that the Civil War had been no more justified. And suffragists joined the peace movement because of its political potential and leverage in the campaign for women's rights to vote. I Didn't Raise My Boy to Be a Soldier was praised especially by anti-Britain groups in the United States, Irish, German, and church ministers of many denominations. Not surprisingly, there were people who were pretty unhappy about this. Theodore Roosevelt remarked that foolish people who applaud a song entitled I Didn't Raise My Boy to Be a Soldier are just the people who would also in their hearts applaud a song entitled I Didn't Raise My Girl to Be a Mother. Harry Truman when a captain in the National Guard, hated the song. He suggested that the place for women who opposed the war was in a harem, not in the United States. There are plenty of parodies, too, which you can find more about on Wikipedia. As for the song, Morton Harvey was an American vaudeville performer and singer. On the Wikipedia page for him, it says, Harvey is also notable for recording the anti-war protest song I Didn't Raise My Boy to Be a Soldier in 1915. The song became a hit as, at the time, the majority of Americans wanted the U.S. to stay out of the World War I. The song fell out of favor when, in 1917, the United States joined the war effort. Shortly thereafter, Harvey stopped recording as the sentiments of I Didn't Raise My Boy to Be a Soldier and other protest songs came to be considered unpatriotic. Many documentaries about World War I contain the song, however, and it is still on this song that Harvey's voice is heard by most people. Here is I Didn't Raise My Boy to Be a Soldier, sung by Morton Harvey.
Until next time, this is Felicia signing off from St. Petersburg in Russia. Bye. 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 Bye.